Jai Jai Sitchitanya Jaya Nijananda Jai Advaita Chandaya Gora Bhakta Vinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna So another day of cleansing the heart Gundicha Marjana Sri uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhya Lila 12 uh, and then reading the purport to text 135 a purport that was written by Srila Bhakti Siddhanta mm-hmm, who speaks about the uh, the cleansing of the Gundicha temple being like cleansing the heart and who uh, begins to quote verses like Chaito Dharpanam Mayarjanam Bhava Mahadavakni Nirvapanam um, that spiritual life begins with the cleansing of the heart uh, he describes Srinvata Svakata Krishna Punya Sravana Kirtanam Vridhyanta Stohi Abhadrani from Srimad Bhagavatam which establishes the uh, impurities in the heart and in this way uh, and then he begins to describe that really uh, what is happening here is anartanivriti. Mm. Then he continues uh, to address the same uh, the same topics that we discussed yesterday from uh, Srila Bhakti Vinod Thakur's uh, writings. Yesterday we gave an overview from Bhajan Rahasya. I asked someone to uh, to make a table, and uh, Nilamani from uh, from Mauritius, she did it, and uh, I've got it in front of me, which helps obviously the discussion. And we had uh, sorry, we got interrupted. Um, so the purport of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta to text 135 in 12th chapter of Madhya Lila CC. And yesterday I commented on that from the Bhajan Rahasya, which is a book by Srila Bhakti Vinotaku, which classifies the various anartas um, that, uh, that living beings who are on the influence of the material energy are affected by. And he gave four categories, Swarup, Brahma, which is illusion about one's real identity, asatrishna, hankering for what is temporary, offenses, aparad, and weaknesses of heart, ridaya durbhagya. Uh, then each of these four, they have like also four subcategories that he gives. So, saru brahmana, Brahma, illusion about one's real identity, he says, one, the living entity cannot realize his own transcendental nature due to ignorance of it, Jiva Sarup Brahma. Two, the inability to correctly ascertain the absolute truth. It just, the, the needle of the compass just, just can't focus on the north. It's just going all, is it Krishna, is it Shiva, is it, who is it? 
What is it? Is it the Sufis? Is it the uh, in the marketplace of the holy name? Uh, one looks here and there and everywhere, but cannot come to understand what is actually absolute truth. Illusion about the goal and the process to attain it, and doctrines other than Vaishnavism oppose bhajan and cause bewilderment. All right, then he says that asatrishna, uh, or desiring the temporary, can be desire for objects of this material world, desire for heavenly pleasures like those of Swarga, desire for mystic powers, and desire for liberation. These are all asatrishna. Hmm. So, desire material enjoyment, even, even up to heavenly pleasures, mystic powers, and also liberations are included. Then we came to offenses, and the offenses were offenses to the holy name of Krishna, offenses to the deity form, seva aparat, offenses to which belongs to Krishna. In other words, Kiriyach Kovadam, the Ganga, the Yamuna, the Dharma, the lotus feet of the devotees, offenses to other living entities, were all infinitesimal particles of spirit belonging to Krishna. Mm. And finally, he gets into the Weaknesses of heart, Ridaya Durbalya, attachment to worthless objects, that is, objects unrelated to Krishna, hypocrisy and deceit, envy upon seeing the prosperity of others, and desire for prestige and position, Patista. Okay. Now, Sila Bhakti Siddhanta, in his purport, he gets into the uh, Okay, hold on. Mm -hmm. He gets into the Ridaya uh, Durbalya uh, more. He says, Kutinati, uh, fault finding, is, is referring also to, uh, to duplicity, um, pretending there is a, is a Elsewhere we hear that, uh, elsewhere in Prabhupada's explanations uh, in, in, in scripture, we hear that uh, kutinati includes pretending, includes a business mentality, and, uh, and basically there is duplicity. Um, um, so kutinati um, includes fault-finding, it also includes then uh, artificially elevating oneself above others. Um, these are all my explanations. Srila um, Bhakti Siddhanta uh, carries on. Pratistasa, desire for name and fame and high position. An example given is the attempt to imitate Haridas Thakur by living in a solitary place. Uh, and, and for name, fame, and glory. Um, so, Pratista. Yeah, naturally, this Pratista is, is a major thing that is deeply within us. Sometimes, sometimes called the subtle form of sex life. Um, it is still Atmindriya. It is still, we're trying to enjoy ourselves, who we are. And, uh, and the best is to just practice as a sadhana, 
uh, this this approach from I have no qualification. I am just uh, I am I'm not particularly uh, intelligent. I'm not particularly uh, knowledgeable. I'm not particularly uh, having any devotional qualifications. Uh, I don't have any love for the Lord in my heart. I am uh, not advanced, uh, but somehow I still got the mercy. Um, this element comes up also in Krishna's Kaviraj's writings, who says, I am lower than a worm in stool. And then in the next verse, he says, anybody who comes in contact with me loses all his pious credits. And then Krishna Skavi writes in the next verse, but somehow or other, I got the mercy of Lord Nichananda. So these three come together. Uh, otherwise, if it's just the first two, I have no qualification, everyone loses pious credits to me then it, it becomes depressing. Then we go into the direction of low self-esteem, which is not what we're looking for. We may have no qualifications, and Vaishnav may think like that, but we've got the greatest jewel. We got the mercy. How? Why? Causeless. Causeless. But we did. We did get the mercy. Mm. So in this way, uh, Srila Bhaktisiddhanta uh, continues to explain. Uh, he, he says, Jiva, another one of the Ridaya Dorbalya, the weaknesses of heart, Jiva Hinsa, envy of other living entities. And then he takes that a step further and says, uh, Jiva Hinsa, envy of other living entities, means stopping the preaching of Krishna consciousness. Because that's, that's the only way that we can actually be non-envious towards others by giving them Krishna consciousness. If we don't give them Krishna consciousness, then we're giving them nothing and we're let, just letting them rot in, their, in a trapped material situation. Nisida hmm. Achar, accepting things forbidden in the Shastra karma, desire for material gain, and puja, hankering for popularity. So these are the things highlighted in, in the purport of uh, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta. Um, then I wanted to uh, go a little further, and I wanted to go uh, to the writing of Srila Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur, who wrote a book, uh, Madhurya Kadambini, and I thought we'll discuss a bit about the Madhurya Kadambini, and then we can uh, also discuss a little bit about uh, Srila Vishwanath Chakrabarti Thakur. Mm. So um, the, uh, the, the, the Madhurya Kadambini uh, is, uh, is made up of different chapters, and these chapters are called uh, first shower of nectar, second shower of nectar, uh, third shower, fourth shower of nectar, fifth, sixth, seventh, eight. So eight showers of nectar. And then uh, in the um, first 
Shower of Nectar, first chapter, he describes uh, there's a Mangala Charan, then it's established Krishna is the absolute truth, Bhakti causes Bhakti, Bhakti is independent of Karma, Jnana, and Yoga, and the super accent of Bhakti over Mukti. So a general introduction as to what uh, Bhakti is. Um, then in the second shower, steps of Bhakti from Shraddha to Sadhu Sangha to Bhajana Kriya and divisions of Bhajana Kriya. So we get uh, the desire, creeper of bhakti, then uh, five types of, <coughs> of suffering, klesh, shraddha, and then anistita bhajan kriya, unsteady devotional practice. And that is where we'll begin to discuss a bit. Um, in this unsteady devotional practice, he has given a number of, uh, of things that... Uh, that holds us up, right? And um, so he's lifted, he's, he's less. After sadhana sangha, sadhu sangha, after comes the stage of bhajana kriya. Next comes bhajana kriya. He begins to practice different types of devotional activities. This is also of two types, unsteady, anistita, and steady, nistita. Six different stages mark the progression of unsteady devotional service. False confidence, utsahamai, sporadic endeavor, ganatarala, indecision, vyuda vikalpa, struggle with the senses, visaya sangra. Gosh, in Sin's room. Excuse me. Sorry. Hmm. I got an end on me. Just a moment. Uh, yes, um, so, start again. Uh, so, false confidence, utsamai, sporadic endeavor, ganatarala, indecision, view the vikalpa, struggle with the senses, visaya zangra, inability to uphold vows, niyamaksama, and enjoying the facilities offered by bhakti, tarangaranjini. So these are like, um, and he explains them in, in, in detail. Um, yeah, we can, we can look at it a little bit for a moment. Um, Utsamai, a Brahmana child, having just begun study of the scripture, think that he has immediately become a learned, learned scholar, worthy of everyone's praise. Similarly, a person just beginning devotional service may have the audacity to, th to think that he has mastered everything. This is called Utsamai or filled, puffed up with enthusiasm. So yeah, we should remember always uh, that we're just standing at the edge of the shore of the ocean. Uh, the ocean of bhakti includes knowledge about bhakti, and this knowledge about bhakti extends so far, even if we study so many scriptures, what do we know? Uh, how learned are we? Uh, if as we're getting more learned, we're only beginning to understand how little we know. Uh, and uh, what to speak of, even if there's learning, uh, what is the point of that learning without realization of, of that learning within the heart? Uh, 
as Sanatana Goswami got all the instructions of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Sanatana Goswami prayed to the Lord, oh, please, let all this, let all these instructions be manifest within my heart. If it's not manifest within the heart, what is the point of knowledge? Then it is still incomplete. Mm. So like a child or like an, a new devotee thinking they have mastered everything. Uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said um, that he was never the master of chanting the holy name. He was not the master of the holy name, but he was rather identifying as the servant of the holy name. Ganatarala, the same child at times diligently engages in his studies, and yet at other times due to inability to understand the scripture or lack of real taste is negligent. In the same way, a new devotee will sometimes practice the different forms of devotional service and at other times neglect them. Um, oh, uh, neglect them. And being sometimes diligent and at other times negligent, his endeavor is called ganatarala. Um, condensed, and it means diluted or thick, thin, thick, thin, huh? condensed, dilute, thick, thin, ganatarala. Vyuda vikalpa. Shall I just remain at home happily in family life, making my wife and children Krishna conscious and worshiping the Lord? Or should I give them all up and go to Vrindavan to perfect myself by engaging uh, full time in hearing and chanting with no distractions? Shall I wait till the last stage after enjoying all sorts of pleasure? And I finally understood that the whole material world is simply a forest of fire of affliction, or is it better that I renounce, renounce right now? Mm. Mm. Anyway, this is, is, is kind of long, and I will not read it all. Yeah, so one is one is, is wavering in this uh, in this way in in what to do. Um, uh, of course, one can be a householder and be very much engaged in in active devotional service. So it's not an ashram question, but it is a is a, is a case of shall I make devotional service the uh, the priority in my life? Uh, and if we are making devotional service really the first priority in our life um, beyond whatever else we have in this world uh, before family and before our work before whatever we owe in this world first comes the interest of krishna and always working for the interest of Krishna, then we are an enlightened householder. And then it doesn't matter if we are in the household position or in the renounced position. Well, the renounced position in itself, uh, unless the renounced position is used for vigorous preaching, uh, the renounced position could also be a trap in itself because uh, it could offer us uh, a nice bubble of uh, 
of a comfortable situation uh, with lots of uh, material support in terms of people worshipping, people uh, appreciating. Um, but if we are not taking advantage uh, of this, of, of whatever comfort is given us, it will just simply weaken us into our bhajan and we may fall back to um, to Tarangaranjini, which will be discussed uh, a little later. I can jump ahead on that. Uh, enjoying the side benefits of devotional service. Um, we may get donations, we may get comfort facilities, and we'll just actually uh, have found a way to make a livelihood out of our spiritual life. Uh, anyway, we'll get to that. Mm. Then the devotee will resolve. From today, I will chant such and such numbers of rounds of Japa and I'll pay so many obeisances. I'll also perform services for the devotees. I won't talk about anything except the Lord and I'll give up all association with people who talk gossip. Though the devotee makes such resolutions every day, he's not able to carry them out. This is called Niyamaksama or inability to follow the rules. Isaiah Sangara is the inability to give up sense enjoyment, while Niyamakshana is the inability to improve his devotional service. Excuse me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Tarangaranjini. Finally, it is well known that the very nature of bhakti is to be attractive. Does many people become attracted to the devotee, the abode of bhakti? And as the old adage goes, by public's attraction, one becomes wealthy. Bhakti produces much opportunity for material gain, worship and position. Lab, puja and persista, uh, gain, uh, worship and honor. These are weeds around the creeper of bhakti. Seeking one's pleasure, ranga, amidst these weed-like facilities, which are but small waves, taranga, in the ocean of bhakti. It's called tarangarangini, delighting, or tarangarangini, delighting in material facilities. And, and of course, you know, when Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur um, took Krishna consciousness to another dimension of Yukta Vairagya. When, when he went from the uh, position of tradition, following in the lifestyle of the Goswamis, in a very renounced position in, in the Holy Dham, when Srila Bhakti Siddhanta went over the bridge from that traditional Goswami role model to modernity and dressed in an overcoat and drove in a car and spoke about engaging modern machines into the service of the Lord for the sake of pushing on the mission. Uh, and, and how Prabhupada uh, became the Jet Age Parivrajagacharya and how we are... Uh, preaching in 
cyberspace and how uh, we are constantly connected, uh, constantly connected through a little portable device with so many other people and telecommunication. And, and all this, all this, while we are simply supposed to practice Nambhajan, why we're simply supposed to be absorbed in, in worshiping the holy name with love, uh, living in the midst of this world, uh, the now, with all the Yukta Vairagya, uh, there is even more temptation from Tarangarangini. Uh, now we can, uh, for the service of Krishna, drive in a nice and comfortable vehicle and enjoy it and become captured by the car and forget, become captured by the computer and forget and neglect our absorption in bhajan. And while we are chanting poor, uh, poorly and, when, and while we are not deeply absorbed in Bhagavatam, we're wasting so much time in uh, in our in our use of the internet uh, through various devices on various platforms in various means. So all this is giving us even more opportunity for Tarangarangini. Now that. We are Vaishnavas in the modern world. Uh, we are living now in, in the Yukta Vairagya lifestyle and engaging all the products of Ugra Karma in the service of Krishna. But these Ugra Karma products still have a degree of Ugra, of aggression in their, in their nature, like a car, like a phone, like a computer, like all those all the equipment that we have. Sometimes, wouldn't it be nice to go on a pilgrimage and go back over that bridge that Srila Bhakti Siddhanta built, uh, uh, that bridge that he built from tradition to modernity, and to go back to tradition, and to just live a very simple, a very simple sadhu life, like the six Goswamis, if only just for a few days. Wouldn't that be amazing? Mm. So anyway, so here the, uh, the uh, Madhurya Kadambini is giving us uh, a very uh, detailed description of uh, of various anartas. In the third shower of nectar, it describes anartas from sinful and pious works, anartas from aparat, aparats and their rectification, Vaishnava and guru aparat, misunderstanding the position of Vishnu, Shiva and demigods, disrespect for the scriptures, um, anartas arising from bhakti. Hmm, that's interesting. Let's have a look at that. 
Next are the anartas arising from bhakti. As many wheats grow along with the main plant, along with bhakti appear wealth and other facilities, worship and respect by others, and a comfortable position and pain and fame. Lama Puja Patista. These wheats grow powerful and overwhelm the heart of the devotee with their influence regarding the growth of the main plant intended for cultivation of bhakti. Okay, that was back to the really what I already described. Um, yeah. But anyhow, uh, I'm not going to discuss the uh, entire uh, the entire Madhurya Kadambini. The Madhurya Kadambini is uh, here describing the stage of Anaita Nivriti. And it describes Anaitas arising from Bhakti, uh, Anaita Nivriti nullification of Anaitas, further considerations of Aparat. Uh, so, it is spending this, uh, uh, yeah, it describes the Anartas, describes Aparads. Uh, remember Aparad yesterday, um, the trend, Radha means love or Preeti. Uh, Radha means worship or love or, um, so then Aparada means to drive away that that love uh, aparat is that which drives away love so then we start to perform devotional service without love so aparat is a state that we may be uh, not that we sometimes fall in but it may be just our normal constitutional everyday consciousness and sometimes maybe for a moment like the clouds get lifted in the sky and a little sunshine comes through and for a moment we are not in the stage of Aparat. And because we are in the stage of, of, of Aparat, the love is still far away. Um, so as we are trying to become very respectful, very respectful to, to the Lord, to the Vaishnavas, to the scriptures, to the holy dams, eh? and in this way, and in general, to all living beings, uh, to all living beings for their good qualities. And in this way, with this respectful attitude, um, we can overcome our, uh, that mood which drives love away. And love will come more near, naturally. Uh, and that love, yeah, prema pumarta mahan. That that love, that that love for Krishna uh, and Krishna's creation. Prabhupada makes a nice point about that love of God, love for Krishna, is not only for Krishna, but also includes everything. And Krishna is the origin. He is the origin of the spiritual worlds of the material world. Therefore, love for Krishna also. In, includes love for his creation. That means the created beings and and the entire world. And so um, we get that uh, Rig Veda uh, concept concept of um, let me look with loving eyes upon the world and let the world look with loving eyes upon me. So. Uh, that is the core of everything. So we're speaking about anartha nivriti, 
about removing obstacles on the spiritual path from the heart. We're speaking about Gunditya Marjana, uh, cleansing the heart, Chaito Darpana Marjanam, cleansing the consciousness, cleansing the heart. Uh, and, and simply by being respectful, uh, by being deeply respectful, love comes near. And that is, so then in the rest of the uh, uh, Madhuri Kadambini, Srila uh, Vishwanath begins to, takes us through the process from Srada to Prem. So after Anarjana Vritti comes uh, Nista and... Uh, His daily religious oh, oh, duties. Sorry, pushed the wrong button. And Nista. And uh, after Nista, he naturally gets into Ruchiya Shakti, Bhava and, uh, and Prem. And uh, yes, so in this way, we can see that Srila uh, Vishwanath's Chakravarti Thakur's Madhurya Kadambini is following Rupa Goswami. And Srila uh, Vishwanath is very much following uh, in, his, in, in, in his writings, very much explaining the writings of Rupa Goswami. Um, he wrote the, uh, the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu uh, Bindu. He wrote uh, 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 the Uchwalani Lamani Kiran. He wrote also uh, a commentary on the uh, Lagu Bhagavata Amrita, which are three major works of Srila Rupa Goswami, which are uh, clearly uh, dealing with tattva. Um, um, the tattva, rasa tattva, when uh, Rupa Goswami in the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu is writing a systematic treaty of, uh, of rasa tattva. And then in the Uchvala Nilamani, which is just part two, one could say Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu part two, uh, a further elaborate description on the advanced uh, stages of, of bhakti in, in the liberated stage, the eternal uh, associates. So here, when Rupa Goswami writes Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, then Vishwanath writes Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu Bindu. He writes a drop of the ocean of, uh, of the nectarian ras. And, uh, and he writes, when, when Rupa Goswami writes Uchvala Nilamani. Nilamani is the blue sapphire. So the blue sapphire is, is Krishna. And Uchvala is the dazzling. So the dazzling blue sapphire or the dazzling effulgent Krishna. So then, uh, then Srila Vishnath writes the Uchvala Nilamani Kiran. Kiran means a ray, a ray of, of light. So a ray of light of that dazzling, effulgent, uh, blue jewel. Uchvala Nilamani, Kiran. So in this way, he follows also Rupa Goswami's writings. And um, the, in the Lago Bhagavatamrita, Rupa Goswami is describing the... Uh, the various incarnations 
of the Supreme Lord and how they manifest themselves in Vishwanath is commenting. And now in the Madhurya Kadambini, uh, Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur is entering into a description of the, uh, the process from Shraddha to Prem, Adho Shraddha Tata Sadhu Sangha, Tabajana Kriya Nat Nevriti Syat, Tata Ruchis, Shaktis, and then Bhav and Prem. And all these are, are described by Srila Rupa Goswami in the uh, uh, Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. And here in uh, Madhurya Kadambini, we're seeing how Vishnath Sarkarvati Thakur is particularly dealing with this. Um, the apparats uh, are also uh, elaborately described in the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. And again, Vishwanath is dealing with them here. Um, and we're seeing that later, uh, Bhakti Vinod Thakur also uh, deals with these topics. Uh, he deals, uh, as I said, in Bhajan Rahasya, he deals with it, or in, in Harinam Chintamani, he deals with Nam Aparad. In this way, the Acharyas are clearly mapping out uh, mapping out the spiritual path by, uh, in, in terms of tattva. So sometimes it is said that some of the of the Vaishnavas surrounding Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur, who appeared uh, in the in the 18th century, uh, some of them, I know, and we'll read a little bit about that, 17th, 18th century. Um, the, some of the Vaishnavas are saying that Srila Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur was like um, the incarnation of Rupa Goswami. Um, um, just as Rupa Goswami was the Rasa Acharya, uh, in the same way, Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur is like a second Rasa Acharya. He is uh, elaborating on the uh, on the tattva literature of Rupa Goswami, uh, like I just mentioned, and he also uh, writes he writes various works um, that are describing uh, give intricate examples of the interaction of. Krishna and the gopis and in Vrindavan and in this way he discloses more about the nature of Ras in Vrajabhakti. Well, what I'll do is I have a little uh, biography also here of uh, in front of me. Um, this is again taken from the book uh, of uh, Srila Balab Tirta Maharaj. Um, Sri Chaitanya, his life and associate uh, by Srila Bhakti Balab Tirta Maharaj. I have quoted from this book before. Um, and there's a lot out there on the internet uh, about Srila, about in, in terms of biographies and so on. Um, 
I am a little careful whenever there is something stated that isn't referenced so much. Um, you know, so there are many things out there, but there's no clear references as to the sources. So then I kind of uh, sometimes look at it, but I don't really take it very serious at best as an indication until I get something a little more solid that has some source and some confirmation. So that's why I like this uh, this particular book of Tirta Maharaj because it is more based on uh, on source material. Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur biography. Vishwasyanata Rupaso Bhakti Varta Padarshanat Bhakta Chakravarti Chakravarti Akyaya Bhavat. Because he revealed the path of devotion, he is considered to be identical with the Lord of the Universe, Vishwanath. And because he was predominant in the, in the circle of Vaishnavas, he held the title Chakravarti. Vishwanath's birth and disciplic succession. Um, Vishwanath took birth in a family of a Rarya Brahmins family in the village of Devagram in Nadia's district. Um, so these Rarya Brahmins, they uh, are coming from uh, a little bit northeast of uh, of Nadia, from uh, and uh, and are respectable Brahmins. Mm. In the village of Devagram in Nadia district, in about 1560 of the Sakya era, or 1638 AD, he took his birth. Some others suggest uh, 1656 is the year of his birth. The Gaudiya Vaishnav Abhidhan identifies his father as Ramnarayan Chakravarti. I've, I've previously mentioned the Gaudiya Vaishnav Abhidhan was a book that uh, was written by Haridas and published in 1959, it was incorporating the work that Srila Bhakti Siddhanta had done on an encyclopedia, a Vaishnav encyclopedia, encyclopedia called the Vaishnav Manjusa. However, Gaudiya Vaishnav Abhidham has uh, some faults in it, in the sense that Haridas was liberal and took information from many sources, and in this way, uh, some not bona fide information, and there's lots out there, uh, uh, slipped in. Uh, Bhakti Balabtirta Maharaj being a, uh, coming in the Gaudiyamat, and therefore being very uh, focused on Srila Bhakti Siddhanta and his, uh, his works and contribution, uh, therefore is careful when he takes the quotes to Gaudiya Vaishnav Abhidhan uh, to, to see if any of the information from there would conflict with any information that is available from Srila Bhakti Siddhanta. Um, the Gaudiya Vaishnav Abhidhan identifies his father as Ram Narayan Chakravarti. His mother name, mother's name is unknown. He had two older brothers, Ram Badra and Raghunath. His spiritual master was Radharaman Chakravarti, disciple of Krishna Charan Chakravarti. Krishna Charan Chakravarti was a disciple and, according to some, adopted son of Kanganarayan Chakravarti. Vishwanath had summarized this Guru Parampara at the beginning of the Rasa Panchajaya section 
of his uh, Sarata Darshini commentary on the Srimad Bhagavatam. Okay. Uh, and there it goes. Sri Ramakrishna Ganga Charanan Natva Guru Uru Premna Srila Narutam Nata Sri Goranga Prabhu Nomi. In this verse, Radha Chakravati's name is abbreviated as Ram, Krishna Charan's name is Krishna, and Ganga Narayan's name is Ganga. The word Nata refers to Lokanath Goswami, whose guru was Goranga Mahaprabhu. Thus, the entire disciplic succession of Vishnu has been given in this one single verse. Mm-hmm. See, so I like it. It is like there's research here. Um, and I have, have the uh, actually the 10th Cantor commentary from Vishnath on on, Bhagavata, on my desk. And uh, yes, yeah, so it is very nice to see that uh, that we are quoting here. Uh, Vishnath studies and writings. After completing his studies of grammar in Devagram, Vishnath went to Sai. Sayadabad in Murshidabad district to study devotional scriptures from his guru. According to the Gaudiya Vaishnav Abhidhan, Vishnath was married. Although he is married, according to the rites, he never showed the slightest attachment for family life. It is said that he taught his wife the Bhagavad, giving her a taste for its nectar, and instructed her to devote herself to the worship of the Lord before he left home. Srila Vishnath Chakravarti Thakur followed the example of Sri Rupa and went to live in Vrindavan, where he could dedicate himself to the devotional life and as a result of his commitment to following the orders of his spiritual master, he received many blessings from him. These blessings took shape in his good fortune to be able to live in various spots in Vrajadam and write a great number of books on Gaudiya Vaishnava subjects. So this is ultimately um, where um, Srila Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur is, uh, is writing to... Uh, to great prominence. Um, um, and there's many books written by him. Uh, and there's a, a long list given here. Um, and these books, they include both books about uh, more Rasika pastimes of the Supreme Lord, but also uh, commentaries. Uh, commentaries, like here's a, a commentary on the uh, Gopal Tapani Upanishad. Uh, and uh, then uh, commentaries, a commentary on the Chaitanya Charitamrita, incomplete. Uh, a commentary on the Brahma Samhita, a commentary on the Bhagavad Gita, a commentary on, on the Bhagavatam. Uh, so in this way, uh, a very prolific writer. Uh, many, many, many uh, books are listed here. Um, 22 uh, major works and then an, another uh, 29, uh, 29 uh, smaller works. So uh, in this way, um, a prolific uh, prolific literary contribution was made by Srila Vishwanath Chakravarti to our Sampradaya. And, and in that way, he shaped our Sampradaya. Uh, we, uh, 
he is clearly uh, one of the uh, the architects one of the architects of our uh, of Krishna consciousness as we know it um, uh, his his understandings his writings are reaching us today um, and uh, so his commentary on the Bhagavad Gita is uh, is still um, very very uh, important to us um, it's uh, um, there is a very famous verse there um, but I would quickly have to uh, to go there um, and where the commentary of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta uh, oh, uh, of, of Srila Vishwanath is uh, is inspiring Srila Prabhupada at an early state of his spiritual life. Um, okay, one second. Oops, I'm almost back. Mm-hmm. Bhagavad Gita. Yeah. One second. Mm. Uh, come on, come on, come on, come on. Okay, well, <sighs> Krishna, Krishna. Um, I know where it is, but um, approximately. Oh, Krishna. Yeah. Sayat Mika. Okay, so now I have to go there. I have the first number now, and I'll open it up. Da 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 da. It's coming in. To um, yeah, it's nice if I can read the actual verse to you. So please tolerate me, uh, uh, tolerate it a little bit. Um, so this is the famous verse: "Vevasiyatmika budireike kurunandana." Those who are on this path are resolute in purpose. And their aim is one. O beloved child of the Kurus, the intelligence of those who are irre- irresolute is many-branched. Budi, one-pointed intelligence is required for success. Srila Prabhupada once told his disciples that in the 1950s, before he spread Krishna consciousness throughout the world, he read the commentary on this verse written by Srila Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur. He said he was struck by the commentary, which further fixed him in his resolve to follow Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, order, Thakur's order to preach Krishna consciousness in English. So here follows the commentary. Srila Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur writes, Of all kinds of intelligence, the best is intelligence focused on Bhakti Yoga. 
In bhakti yoga, one's intelligence becomes single-pointed or fixed in determination. One thinks, the instructions of my spiritual master to worship the personality of Godhead by chanting, remembering, serving his feet, and so on, are my only sadhana. And my only sadhya, my only livelihood, I'm capable of giving up these instructions either in the stage of practice or in the stage of perfection. They alone are my object of desire and my only responsibility. Besides them, I can desire no other responsibility, not even in my dreams. It is all the same to me, whether I feel happy or unhappy, or whether my material existence is eradicated or not. End of quote. Srila Prabhupada comments further on this verse in his purport to Srimad Bhagavatam uh, 2434. The whole matter is concluded in the Bhagavad Gita 241 as Vyavasyatmika Buddhi, or the absolute path of perfection. Srila Baladevi Chabusan defines this as Bhagavat Archana Rupaika Niskama Karnabir Visuddha Chitta, accepting transcendental loving service to the Lord as the prime duty, free from fruitive reaction. Now, I have read this from, uh, from uh, Burijan's book uh, called Surrender Unto Me. Uh, Surrender Unto Me uh, is, a, is a study guide on the Bhagavad Gita done by Burijan Prabhu. And I read uh, from Bhagavad Gita 241 in Surrender Unto Me, and uh, where this particular purport of Srila Vishwanath is, is, is quoted. So Prabhupada had that totally one focused attention, not concerned with, uh, with his personal comfort, discomfort, simply that one-pointed focus. So in the 1950s, when Prabhupada read that commentary, that kind of strengthened his resolve. It was, uh, it was for Prabhupada, it was something that touched him strongly and, and that contributed to a transformation. So it is very nice to see how, how just, how this works. We are sometimes coming across some statement that strikes us and that then becomes uh, significant in our spiritual life. It becomes actually a strong uh, guiding principle. So this is uh, the example of this is Prabhupada's response to Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur's commentary on Bhagavad Gita 241. So that, uh, yeah, is very nice. So in this way, uh, we are now leaving this Gundicha Marjana, which is a chapter before Ratyatra. We have already discussed Ratyatra, and we have already discussed the inner uh, meaning of Ratyatra, and how both Lord Chaitanya in the mood of Radharani was in the mood in the Viraha Bhav, in the mood of separation, and how Lord Jagannath as Krishna in Dwarka was also in the mood of separation. And now Lord Chaitanya in the mood of Radharani was pulling Jagannath in the, in the mood of Krishna and Dwarka back to Vrindavan and that the gardens of the Gundicha temple are, and Gundicha is representing Vrindavan. Mm -hmm. Then we may add 
that there is a verse where Lord Chaitanya says, Moraman Vindavan. And he says that for most people, the mind and the heart are the same. He says, my mind is Vrindavan. And then speaking in the mood of Radharani, and because, to Krishna, and because you like Vrindavan, why don't you place your lotus feet there? So if we want to bring Krishna into our, our consciousness, into, um, into our mind, into our heart, uh, then first, uh, in the heart, which is Vrindavan. Vrindavan then is described not only as a place, but also as a state of consciousness. And Vrindavan as a state of consciousness is referring to that state of consciousness which is cent percent meant for the pleasure of Krishna. Because that's Vrindavan. Everything about Vrindavan is simply meant for the pleasure of Krishna. So when our mind is fully meant for the pleasure of Krishna, then our mind has become Vrindavan. In order to, to bring our mind to that condition, first there has to be a thorough cleansing. A thorough cleansing. Uh, and then our mind can actually, instead of being Admindriya, instead of being self-centered and just uh, distracted by our own senses, be transformed to Krishnendriya, to pleasing the senses of Krishna. Thank you very much. It was very nice to be with you again another day. And I'm looking forward for more to come. Shri Prabhupada Kijai, Shri Chaitanya Charitamrita Kijai.